Rip it, Dan. That was good timing. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it now. That's like it's like my new thing, and I'm on it. Someone actually said we should get a Rip It Dan shirt. Yeah, I saw that, and I agree. I think if one person requests it, we have to do it. Right? That is how shirts work. Yeah, and uh, well, T Public makes it so easy. Yeah. I mean, we could just should we put Dan's face on it? Yes. Like say Rip well, It Dan. Well, ask Dan. But that can we use your likeness? I think Dan? we should. Is your likeness free? Oh, Dan says we can use his likeness for free. Okay. Well, that's a great deal. Yeah. So we just say rip it, Dan. Maybe I'm thinking in like uh, like old school, like kind of flame writing. And then, oh, you I know like what that. I mean? Like the kind of like almost like the Ronda Rousey t-shirt, like yeah. the sort of flame, right? Like rip it, Dan. And then just a picture of your face. That's good. I like having a good idea off the start of the show. Me too. It gets me in the mood and it is episode 63. This is Blocked Party, your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. Hello, friends, idiots and friends who are also idiots. It is sweeps month here at Blocked Party. We are very excited. Uh, we are nothing if not fans of 1990s cable television. And so this is sweeps month. It's we, sweeps month. Be, uh, it's because, uh, because John's finally going to clean his floor. Wow. And that's the content you can expect <laughs> all month as we <laughs> desperately try to get more attention for our show. But it is sweeps month. We've got a ton of big guests. We've got a ton of bonuses. We're going to we'll talk more about that later in the show. But starting off blocked party sweeps month, we are so happy to have uh, our guest on the show today. She is uh, extremely funny. She is a writer for the New York Times. Taylor Lorenz is here. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. We are thrilled. Uh, we saw that you were blocked by one of our favorite people on Twitter. And by favorite, we mean most hated. And uh, so we're just, we're, we're thrilled that you could How do it. How did he not make our enemies list? I mean, we'll get into this later, but. That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, it's we, a glaring addition. Yeah, a glaring omission. Omission. You mean? It would be a glaring addition if we added him. <laughs> Nice save, Stefan. <laughs> yeah, great save. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to like rewrite the words that you're saying. Yeah. You know, it, when I use the opposite word and then I have a sentence after the opposite word making using the opposite word correct. This is, I'm so tired right now. You said you weren't tired. No, off the top I lied. Of the show. I lied. I'm tired. I didn't go to bed until 5 a.m. I didn't have any coffee this morning. And oh. I'm a big coffee guy. So you haven't pooed either. Well, <laughs> no, but I, I usually have like three cups by now. Oh, what time is it? It's one twenty-three. I'm usually at three cups by now. Taylor, so. how many coffees have you had today? I don't drink coffee. I don't do caffeine. Wow. That's what That's I'm weird. talking about. I don't do caffeine either. And people look at me like I'm psycho. I don't drink alcohol. And I've also, and I feel like people have a more adverse reaction to me saying I don't drink caffeine. I totally agree. I'm the same. I mean, I like sometimes drink a little bit of alcohol, but I'm not really much of a drinker. And yeah, I don't do caffeine. But the thing is, these caffeine people are like on this cycle. It's like you you have to drink caffeine every morning. It's like if you don't drink caffeine, you, you just don't need it. You just have energy naturally. I, I don't know about <laughs> that. I agree completely. <laughs> I think maybe I We're could get to that point. No, I we mean, I, look, I we agree. I, you guys are both better than me. Dan is better than me also. No, no, no. Um, I just don't like the taste of it very much. Me I, neither. I never, like, I got into it. It was an acquired taste. And I guess getting off of it will be an acquired thing also. Yeah. But it's just like, I just need it. Like, I just, I, I will. And the thing is, I drink, it's not like I'm drinking, like, just like a small cup of black coffee. I'm going to Starbucks and getting like a venti iced latte. It's like this big. It's like a liter of just coffee and sugar. And I need that to survive. 
And it's probably, I mean, I know it's killing me as well. So <laughs> yeah, you're slowly dying from the inside. I don't even know about slowly. Well, here's the thing. And I agree with you, Taylor. And what, what I think is like, so to me, both coffee and alcohol, like, and so we're talking about coffee. Like, I don't mind. I'll have a Coca-Cola. That's okay. That tastes good. Sometimes, you know, it's good. That's my caffeine. If I'm going to have caffeine, but like both coffee and alcohol, no one likes it when they first try it. No one, no one ever has their first sip of coffee and they're like, God damn, what a beverage. No one says that. So same thing with beer, to be honest. Exactly. So these people are like, oh, these are two things that are actively bad for me and I hate the way they taste, but I'm going to really try my best to start to force my body to like it. Then your body does like it, though. I think like coffee people like they really they really like love their Java, you know. They like can tell the taste of different kinds. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if my body likes it or if I actually like it or if it's just like I just like physically like require it to to like live. Well, you're addicted now for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. hundred percent. So, John, you don't drink alcohol. No, you don't drink coffee. No, you wear special underpants. Are you a Mormon? <laughs> I don't wear special underpants. Do Mormons wear special underpants? Yeah, they wear magic underpants. What? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. That's all. I've just heard that. I don't. I, I didn't delve any deeper into. Are you it. actually have kidding you, me with this? It's true. Have you it? guys seen those YouTube videos that people keep putting on Twitter of like some guy going up and asking Mormons, people at BYU, to like say popular songs like the Lizzo song, like I'm a hundred percent that bitch, and then like none of the Mormon people want to say it. They're I have, like, I'm hundred percent that. that girl. <laughs> oh, they all like get really uncomfortable when that word comes up in the song. I have, I have seen that. And I think that's a weird one to me. The swear, like swearing is like not wanting to swear is weird. Yeah. You can swear. We, I mean, we don't swear that much on the show. I don't think. Well, we do. Okay. Well, it's apparently the magic underwear is called a temple garment. Yeah. You wear something exactly like the garment of the holy priesthood and it's worn by adherents of the Latter-day Saint movement after they've taken part in the endowment ceremony, which that sounds like you're just getting a little bit more of yeah. penis, right? Like, an, like, is that what an endowment ceremony means? So the temple garment, I, I, like, it looks comfy. I would it, wear that around. Wait, what does it look like? It looks like long john uh, sort of, but also yeah. with like a loincloth sort of Here, built I'll in. I'll see if I can. Okay, Taylor, can you see this? Wait, I just Googled it. Okay, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is this? It's like a <laughs> giant onesie that you wear under your clothes. Yeah. It doesn't look good. Like if you, it, it doesn't look comfy to me, but it also looks li- like if you took someone home from the bar and you just like <laughs> got their dress off or their clothes off and they're just wearing this onesie underwear, you'd be like, what do, the, do fuck? you know what that sort of looks like to me is uh, a, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Zeke uh, likes wearing like Rick Owens stuff. Okay. And this sort of looks like maybe like a Rick Owens outfit. I would say it's kind of like, I could see him just wearing this with like, like thigh high leather boots as well, you know, and like a $1,000 like bunny rabbit hat, which he owns and is amazing. But I think he should get into temple garments. Apparently it says that they're derided as magic underwear by non Mormons, but Mormons view this terminology to be both misleading and offensive. All right. Well, I'm sorry to any Mormons listening to, do you think we have any Mormons that listen to the show? I mean, I, I know we have a couple listeners in Utah. Uh, I know one of them is not a Mormon. Okay. So statistically the other one is a Mormon, right? Mm. Does that make sense? Taylor? Yeah. (laughs) Taylor. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm still looking at photos. I just Googled (laughs) it for myself and I'm like, what? This must be so uncomfortable to wear under your clothes every day. 
Oh yeah, is for it, sure. It doesn't look like it does not look comfortable. What's especially the, what's for, the zipper situation. Well, I will say, okay, Taylor, you are a woman. Uh, to me, it looks far less comfortable for a woman, especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like, what do you wear? You can't wear a sundress, I guess. You just wear like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. I bet they have like fashion versions of it, though. Oh, I wonder like if all they those have Morgan, uh... like beauty blog. You know how like all there's all those like Morgan li- um, Mormon lifestyle influencers on Instagram and stuff. I don't think they're wearing this Tem- <laughs> temple garment, but make it fashion. I wonder yeah. if uh, let's if, let uh, me what see about, uh, Zubaz. I feel like we could do Zubaz uh, temple garments. Oh, that would actually be cool because it sort of looks kind of Zubazy already. Oh, it looks worse when you see people actually wearing them. Like the pictures we saw, there were people weren't wearing them. They were just. Like you, like this looks horrible. Look at this. Okay, it does. I will say this: it does sort of look like a full body diaper. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly correct. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's what, all crinkly, right? Yeah, it looks like what those uh, what the blood stained men wear. Oh, and the anti circumcision. Yeah, with the, it actually does. It looks. And exactly then they put like the that. blood. And then have you seen those Taylor? There, it's like yeah. A, yeah, and they put the red on their crotch. Yeah. Um, that's what it looks like to me. I would say. But yeah. do you, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I doubt any Mormons are listening to this. <laughs> I did a show. Did I tell this story on the pod before where I, I did a corporate and in bountiful BC? <laughs> yeah. I did a corporate at a, uh, at a commune and uh, it was crazy. No, it was a corporate for the, these, it was a company, but the owners of the company were religious and, um, they told me not to swear. I think you have told this, but it's very funny. So, I was like, okay, I won't swear. Like to me, when uh, when a corporation wants you to do their Christmas party as a comedian and they're like, don't swear. To me, that means you don't say obviously the C word, which I don't say anyway. Fuck, shit, asshole, bastard, maybe. To me, though, that's like those are the words you would you yeah. would think not to say. So I have a joke mm-hmm. where where I say bitch. Yeah. And it's kind of like the punchline of the joke. Like it wouldn't be funny if I didn't say the word. Yeah. So I had done 20 minutes of my set. Things are going great. I said, bitch is part of this joke. And it was like, I could feel the into the whole, this is like 200 (laughs) adults. I could feel them get upset. Like I could feel them be like, Ooh, what did he just say? Bitch. Did you recover? No, (laughs) it didn't help that half the crowd couldn't see me because there was a mechanical bull in the middle of the floor. Oh, that's right. And and you did ride the bull after, right? Yeah, because I was like, after I said bitch, I felt like they, I felt like I lost their respect. So, so I was like, how do I gain back. the respect back yeah. of these Mormons? And so I put on the temple garment <laughs> and, I got, and I got on top of the mechanical bull and I just rode that son of a bitch. Wow. But I didn't say son of a bitch. No. I said son of a gun. Yes. Yeah, of course. So yeah, it was, it was not a good, it was not a good experience to me. No, that's, I haven't been on a mechanical bull in like 10 years I, and it, it wasn't fun. I don't, well, Dan's, our producer's laughing. I mean, I, 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 do you, do I look like a mechanical bull guy? No. Are you surprised that I even went on it? It wasn't fun. It sucked. Taylor, have you ever been on one? They're not fun. No, no, they don't look, it looks uncomfortable. It's just, it's like mm. you embarrass yourself in front of the whole bar because you get thrown yeah. off in like two seconds and yeah. then it, it hurts also. In my experience, and I, how do I say this? I don't, I don't mean to sound body shaming or sexist, but in my experience, every like 
place I've been to with a mechanical bull, a girl will ride it topless that you really wish did not do that. Wait, what? <laughs> there used to be okay. I, I feel like I've been you know where I've been to the mechanical bull is like a child's birthday party like discovery zone. <laughs> That's the mechanical bull I'm thinking of. Well, um, so is John. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't it so crazy when they get in the bouncy castle and they just take their shirts off? Um, no. The So there was a... So at when, where I went to school, there was a pretty big agricultural science department. Okay. So every year, the Aggies, as they call them, would have a, would have a, a beer garden with a mechanical bull. And every year... Later in the evening, people would start to ride it with their shirt off. Usually men would get this. Did any guys get fully naked? No. No? I don't think you want... I don't think you want... That would rock. I don't think you want your boys out. I know, but I think it would be really funny. I think you need... Because when they go flying off the bull... Like I, I didn't want to see that. Oh, uh, it's not. I mean, and then you'd also you you definitely when they got thrown off the bull, see their whole asshole. I mean, yeah, because they're gonna do like a flip. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. No, you don't want that. And <laughs> have it you just... guys seen? Oh, have you guys ever seen mutton busting? No. I already no. hate it based on <laughs> what you're saying. Is that? Can okay. I guess? Is that like something to do with like catching sheep? Yeah. So basically, like they don't let kids. My parents live in Colorado and they sent me these videos from the rodeo recently. And like they don't let kids ride the bulls because it's dangerous. So these toddlers have to ride sheep. And it's just like kids desperately like (laughs) clutching onto sheep as the sheep are like trying to buck them off and (laughs) run around. It's really funny. Oh, my God. I would love to see that. (laughs) I put one of the videos on TikTok and it got like 100 million views or something because the the kids probably get the kids get like destroyed right yeah it's just these toddlers getting like thrown off sheep it was the worst third birthday party that mason ever had oh my god well (laughs) i mean that sort of no i've never seen mutton bus so we've seen we we talked about this on a previous episode taylor did you see the video of um the kid in the national park Getting uh, oh. getting flipped by the bison. Yes. No. The, oh my god. The kid god. was okay, so I will say the, the kid was <laughs> oh, fine. It's so good. But it's so I think the parents were like sort of like pissing off the bison or trying to feed it or something. Or they the were par- like, didn't the parents like encourage the kid to they, be like, yeah, hey, go. They were sort of like encouraging the kid close. to get closer to the bison. Yeah. Oh no. And then. And then, they, like, the parents, like, when they saw the bison getting angry, the parents both just, like, ran off without the kid. <laughs> no. And the kid got launched, like, 10 feet in the air and did, like, two flips. Yeah. But oh it was fine. God. It was a um, great look into 21st century parenting. Yes. <laughs> it was just like, hey, I don't, I don't know any, I don't know any better than you do, eight-year-old child. Here, go see what this bison's up to. And then as soon as the bison freaks out, the parents are just like, fuck it, we're gone. Yeah. We're out. They're they're dangerous. We used to have, I went to University of Colorado and like they have a a buffalo or whatever is the school's mascot. So they let them run around the football field before a game starts. And they have like 10 people to corral it. (laughs) They're really scary and big. Do people get like, do people just get fired up when the buffalo comes out? Like, yeah, his name is Ralphie. And oh, they let him, wow. and he runs around, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Has it has it always been named Ralphie, or do you just assume that like when Ralphie dies, they just have a new Ralphie? Yeah, there's just a new Ralphie. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what I was saying about the mechanical bulls is basically yeah. at the end of the night, there will always be someone who takes their shirt off, and it could be a man too. I don't mean to be it. Yeah. But there's just always people who you're just like it. 
I would really well, because I think part, I would love if your clothes were on. Part part right of it, now. I think. Part of it, I think the the thing is that it's getting like rowdier and rowdier, and people want to be like, well, I want to like top that person. Yes. Who who just wrote on the bull or whatever? So I got to do something like crazier and crazier. Yeah. So I think I'm surprised there aren't more nude men riding the mechanical <laughs> bull. I've definitely never seen anyone go go full hog. Yeah. Go full hog. Maybe on one the bull. day. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. I just I've ridden a few in my time, and I would just say that. It's yeah, you wouldn't you don't want you don't that. want that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That Unless sense. you could get some sort of like I think it <laughs> <laughs> if you <laughs> I just the visual of this is going on in my head. That's why if I'm you're wearing laughing. a temple garment. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> I wasn't I was thinking of that or just like some sort of fabric like on your taint. Right. Then I think you'd okay, be fine. Yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. a mechanical bull like taint. Just garden. some padding. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, temple garment actually would be pretty. I wonder if they yeah, that's the the Mormon, the BYU <laughs> eggside beer garden as people strip down to their temple garment and they <laughs> hop on top of the bowl. Yeah, I uh it's not great. And I also like I Taylor, I tried to look up like that you would assume there would be, yeah, like Victoria's Secret temple garment or like agent provocateur, or, like but no, there's just not. like cool temple. Yeah, they're, they're all sort of they are all yeah. just like breaking bad uh garbage bag suits. <laughs> and it's not it's not a good look. It's not something I would reach for. I'll say that. I would wear one. Yeah. I'll wear maybe that's maybe that's our next Patreon goal is I'll wear a, a temple, temple garment, garment for like an entire episode. But then, well, okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, so this is in, this is this is just for if you're a Mormon woman listening to this. Well, you probably know this already, but the one of the top questions on the Google ask the people also ask thing is, do you wear your bra over or under the garments? Okay, a great question. Bras weren't designed to wear clothing under them; they were meant to be worn against your skin. Bras fit so much better against your skin. So I recommend wearing the garments over your bra, but some women are more comfortable wearing their bras over the temple garment. Okay, so it's it's whatever you feel. Like. Yeah, it's whatever you feel. Okay. I don't, there's no real yeah. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. But again, Joseph Smith didn't get to bras. <laughs> yeah, no, you never reach that on the temple garment. Yeah. I feel like that's got to be wildly uncomfortable. The te- yeah, wearing, I, yes. wearing like a, a clothes with a bra over top. I would imagine. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like, I was actually just Googling it again. And um, there's a Reddit thread that says, um, as a woman, do you feel sexy wearing temple garments? And there's people weighing in here. Okay. And what are they saying? What's the consensus? Uh, I, people really wear these. Now I feel bad. I don't want to like make fun of them. Um, I remember the first time I put on my G's. I guess that's shorthand for tumble garment. Okay. My thought process went on fo- as follows. Seriously, are, these are really uncomfortable. I have to wear them under my bra. Well, apparently she didn't. My husband is supposed to think I look attractive in this. I look like I belong in a cult. Well, I guess they did say we could take them off for sex. So okay. Well, so, I mean, yeah, you take them off for sex. <laughs> oh, thank God we could take them off for sex. What did she think was going to happen? She just rip a hole in the in the respective areas that are required. Honestly, I'm cold like all the time, like 24 seven. Like I kind of like think this is fine now. I'm like, this kind of looks like warm. I mean, they like do. Ex- they look like long extra John, layer. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like a nice like cashmere, maybe like something warm and toasty. We're, rec- we're nice. recording this on February 2nd. Maybe this is your new New Year's resolution, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. 2020 <laughs> is the year of the temple garment. 
I'm going to invent like the Spanx for temple garments. <laughs> oh, see, and that is boom. Because the I, as people know, I'm an avid fan of Shark Tank. Yes. So it's probably the worst show on TV, but I love it. Well, that's not actually true. The worst show on TV, and this is astonishing because I'm just about finished it. The worst show on TV is definitely Suits. And I have seen all nine seasons. Oh, I am like boy. three episodes short of the finale. I, I even I don't know why I'm still watching it, but I'm almost there. Second to that Shark Tank. But Sarah, I think what's her name? Sarah Daly, the lady who invented Spanx. Sarah something. Is she on the she is a shark okay. on Shark Tank and she talks about inventing Spanx. So she would love that. She we got to like we got to get you on Shark Tank. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know what? People wear like the weirdest stuff. Like honestly, all of our clothing is so weird. I feel like I can't hate on Mormons for wearing this anymore. Like, I, think of all the weird stuff people wear, especially in Brooklyn. Like, I'm wearing is- I'm wearing very stupid uh, like yoga pants uh, that have like <laughs> holes like pre ripped in the yoga pants. <laughs> yeah. That's very dumb. Imagine what they think of like, They're probably like Googling, like, do people actually wear these? <laughs> yeah, there's probably some sort <laughs> of Mormon, Mormon equivalent of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. the Mormon equivalent. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, s- sister wives party. Bountiful party. Okay, that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, uh, sorry, Sarah Blakely. Is okay. the, I just want to get that right, is the name of the Spanx. I like uh, Dragon's girl. Den more. Dragon's Den, Taylor, is the Canadian version of Shark Tank. It's definitely way better. Oh my god, there's a Canadian Shark Tank? Yeah, oh, it was it was around before Shark Tank. Yeah, because it was originally a BBC show yeah. called Dragon's Den, and then Canada got it, and then, and it was interesting because, so Robert Herjavec and Kevin O'Leary, who are both on Shark Tank, were originally on Dragon's Den. So, like, Mark Burnett saw Dragon's Den, thought it was, like, a great show, and he was like, I like both these two Canadian guys, I'll bring them down to be on Shark Tank. Yeah. Wow. But Dragon's Den is hilarious because like so Shark Tank is pretty cool because you will see like legitimate businesses on there that you've heard of and they'll be like, yeah, we want five hundred thousand dollars for two percent of our tech company that has ten million dollars of angel investing already. And we have five million unique users and blah, blah, blah. And then Dragon's Den's like, "Uh, yeah, can I get uh, 20 grand for like 50 percent of my fucking donut (laughs) business? Uh, Fucking I was going to fucking Tim's and I notice that uh, they put the Timbits in the fucking box and then it's tough to get them out of there. So I just made the donut vacuum. You fucking suck up the Timbits, throw them in your old hole. It's fucking beauty. I, I will say the uh, the best thing I've ever seen on Dragon's Den, and I've talked about this before, it was two old retired guys from uh, small town Ontario and they had put their life savings into inventing a new casino game. Oh, dude. And, <laughs> it which, is like, the worst. It's so bad. I don't know how often you guys go to casinos, <laughs> but there aren't really very many new games when you go into the casino. It's like the usual suspects. Yeah, because they don't want people to have to learn a new yeah. game. They want so, to give you, they want your money. So they, they like got it into like a, I think, I think a casino near like Niagara <laughs> yeah. Falls or something to like test it out for like two months. And like, well, like no one played it. And then they have the table uh, at the presentation in front of the dragons and none of the dragons can figure out how to play it. And they're like, well, did you test this out anywhere? And they're like, well, yeah, but they hated it. And they're like, well, how much money did you put into this? Like, oh, like both of our life savings. And it's like, what is wrong with you? It's definitely the saddest moment in the show's history yeah. where they're like, uh, well, how many casinos have you got it into? And they're like two. And they're like, is it still in the casinos? And they're like, no. And the dragons are like, well, well. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, Taylor, you really should watch some Dragon's Den if, if you get the opportunity because it is yeah, I it's catch very, it. Wait, very can Canadian. Can you guys hear me? I just accidentally unplugged my headphones. Oh, yeah, you sound good. You sound great. Yeah. Yeah, you're oh, good. Okay. Yeah. It sounded like whatever you did, you plugged them back in and it sounds great. Okay. Speaking of being cool. plugged in, let's move on to our social media updates. Taylor, you always like to start with the guest. Uh, what's going on on your social media? Oh, God. Well, I deactivated my Twitter yesterday, then wow. I reactivated it. <laughs> how, how long was it deactivated for? Um, Less than three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I respect that. I really held out. <laughs> what happened? I got, I got like really upset. There's this like psychotic um, subreddit dedicated to her- hating on Caroline Calloway. Do you guys know who Caroline Calloway is that? I so, yeah, like, I've read the I read the big article about her a couple months ago, and so all I, I know about her and Taylor. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it sounds like you know a lot more than I do. Isn't her whole one of her like big like bits? I, I guess it's not a bit, but like one of her things she does is she's like. Yeah, I'm like fucking this hella hot model, and I just got yeah. and I and like she'll post an Instagram story at like seven a.m. being like, "Yeah, I just got dicked down by this hot <laughs> model with a giant hog, and it's fucking great." I know she just endorsed Bernie too, so yeah, she's canvassing for Bernie. Yeah. So pretty okay. good, but yeah. is that am I right, Taylor? I'm not making that up, yeah, right? That that's her yeah, whole. She was she was dating a model where she was like she was like posting a lot of updates. Um, <laughs> I think I think that ended though. So I don't even like whatever these people are obsessed with Caroline Calloway. It's like thousands of people that are like their entire day they just like have alerts for Caroline Calloway and they're like obsessed with it and they have this like narrative that like that like I I'm somehow affiliated with her because I once commented um, on her post about being vegan. Like I, that's like, I, I did that once and they like got this whole narrative. <laughs> um, so they try. So anyways, these people are fucking obsessed with me. They have like multiple threads about me. They're like, and they have all these conspiracies. Um, Caroline Calloway also apparently like in one post, like said something about Anne Frank that made it seem like she was still alive. Oh, and no. Like, it, like you could kind of like, like it was clearly like a slip up, like when Caroline was just talking during this interview, but, and like, she made it clear that it wasn't like, but anyway, these people latched onto that. And so now they say Caroline Calloway is a Holocaust denier. Uh-huh. And then I was like enabling her because I commented like, good luck with your vegan recipes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not her fault because Anne Frank has released all those posthumous albums. So it's, t- it's tough to know whether she's alive yeah. or dead. Uh, anyway, these Reddit people are like psycho and like just obsessed with me and like just it's crazy. And so they were all like, I got so annoyed with them and then they were all tweeting at me and I was like, fuck it, I'm deleting my Twitter. And then I was like, just kidding, I missed it. <laughs> Three minutes later. But, but like, yeah, yeah, what like, are they saying about I mean, me though? I don't let them get to me, but I really just wanted to get back on and like post some dumb shit. <laughs> have, you, have you tried, do you have it on your phone still? Have you deleted it off your phone? or I it- have it on my phone. It's like on the fourth screen. I'm always like, I'm going to make myself scroll to get there. You okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I deleted it off my phone. That was one of, one of my New Year's resolutions. And like it, it definitely helps. Like I still go on it, like on, yeah. on my laptop or whatever, but I'm on it like way less. And I will like log in at the end of the day and be like, oh, I actually don't know who this person is that everyone hates today. 
and that <laughs> feels really so happy. nice. Yeah, I, I like like I, I'm I'm really happy now that I can read a sentence that someone's tweeted and actually like not know what they're talking about. It's sort yeah. of a nice change of pace. What is so again? Remi- how, why do we know who Caroline Calloway is again? What's her okay, thing? Okay, so like literally, Caroline Calloway is just this like influencer. Okay, who? Um, I mean, she's just kind of like this girl, this blonde girl who like went to Cambridge and posts a lot of like crazy Instagram stuff from Cambridge. And um, so like a year or so ago, she sold this like um, creativity workshop that was supposed to be like $150 for everyone to come. Literally just like a glorified meet and greet. Like every influencer on the planet does this type of shit. And like some journalist or like media person like got in the Facebook group for this meetup or something and like made this whole narrative like, what a scam. Like, can you believe people are paying $150 to like meet her? Like, what a scam. And like started calling her a scammer. Actually, Katie Natopoulos at BuzzFeed is the only one that actually interviewed people that went to her like workshop. And everyone that went to the workshop was like, no, like I like was happy to pay that. Like, I just wanted to meet her. It was cool. But all these like meet people in media were like losing their minds over the fact that like this girl is like monetizing better than them, I guess, and yeah. like wrote these articles. Okay, I got it. <clears throat> and anyway, so, what did you so say stupid. about her being vegan that got all these people pissed off? So she like went vegan, but then she was like eating salmon. She was like, "I'm a vegan, but with salmon." <laughs> 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 so all these like hardcore vegans were like fucking die (laughs) you're not vegan (laughs) it's just like i'm promoting veganism and they're like okay but you're not vegan um so i'm a lifelong vegan and i am like very uh like i'm kind of like i'm in this like vegan discord of like um people that like kind of make fun of other people that are like too hardcore about being vegan because it's just like not that deep it's like who cares just eat whatever you want you know like i don't know and um so they, so somebody like posted Caroline's like post in there. And so I like went on her Instagram and just commented like, don't worry, like just eat whatever you want. Like go vegan or I don't know. Like I, I literally said like three words, just something very harmless. Yeah. But apparently this was like two or three Instagram posts after the Anne Frank one. <laughs> so immediately I posted it and everyone's like, oh, so you're enabling Holocaust <laughs> denial. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh shit! Oh, that's and then I was crazy. I'm sorry. Like I came here from my vegan Discord. Like what? <laughs> uh, oh, that is wild. Yes, I feel like we got to start commenting on her Instagram. We should. I think we should. I I'm down. Yeah, I feel the like the comment section in there is wild. This is so I. Taylor, I mean, obviously you're a lovely guest, but I, when I'm on the show, I'm normally the one who's like, yeah, I'm better than you. Like I don't drink caffeine. I don't drink alcohol. (laughs) I don't do drugs, you know? And you're just like, yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. And I'm also vegan and I'm over here just like eating an ice cream sundae. Like, oh yeah. Um, But no, that's like, thank you. It's nice. It's nice to have something to aspire to, I'd say. Yeah. So your parents raised you vegan? Like that's what you, when you say um, lifelong? Well, my mom, yeah, my mom's like been like vegetarian, vegetarian, like almost vegan sort of like since the 70s. I, so she never really cooked meat. I have a bunch of food allergies. So I'm allergic to eggs and dairy regardless. Oh. And, okay. um, I, and I've also, yeah, so I, so it's easier for me to be vegan. I actually just made vegan mac and cheese this morning. I, I mean, everyone says that like dairy is like the main reason that they're 
not like vegan, like that they're just vegetarian. And I only really know, um, vegan dairy. Mm. <laughs> right. You didn't go to the dark side. You've never, yeah. You, yeah. Once so you, you've never easier. experienced it. Yeah. Do you and think, I've never had like bacon or anything like that. Do you think that there would be bacon is overrated? I'll just say that. I like bacon, but I hate the people that are into like bacon culture. Like I think right. I just hate bacon culture so much now. Bacon and ice cream, bacon and cupcakes is like gross. That's still like a thing too. To be into bacon yeah. culture in like 2020 is just completely insane. Well, it's just it's 2012. It's that it, it, it's that mentality of like you're such a boring person. Like your life is so shitty and boring that like the only thing you can do is just be like, yeah, I really like bacon. It's like what? It's like people think it's like kind of like indulgent or something to like bacon. It's but it's also like I don't know, like gross. Okay, you're supporting like factory farming, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bacon is my uh, guilty pleasure. You know the thing you can get in every grocery store. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) on Earth, and every restaurant you go to has like seven items on the menu that have some sort of bacon-based product. Do you think is there now? This is a question: is is there like a militant vegan sect? that would actually think like you're not a real vegan because you're allergic. Um, I don't, I haven't heard the allergic thing. Um, but yes, like basically the joke is, is that like, you're never vegan enough. Like I don't, I, I try not to wear, I don't think I wear any real leather. I, I just like, I'm not into it. I just, it's my personal decision. I don't like to like tell other people what to do. I just think like, whatever I try to do stuff, but like, of course that's bad for the environment too. Cause you're like producing fossil fuel. Like it's, it's all like bad, but yeah, but there's a lot of people that, I mean, think that you shouldn't be keeping animals as pets or like, right. I don't know. It, or if it's just, there, there's a lot of like crazy people in every kind of world. I mean, there's all these crazy carnivores too, like Jordan Peterson and like, Oh my God. That only eat meat. Like, Is that his daughter who got sick uh, eating beef for like 30 days straight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like getting scurvy, like anyone yeah. that's like that intense about their diet, it like needs to just like chill and like have a little flexibility in life. My friend knew someone who got scurvy in the first year of his university <laughs> because oh he was God. just like just eating meat and just like drinking. I would never if and again, I don't don't cancel me over this, but like if I had a friend who got scurvy. I would never not talk about the fact that he got scurvy. Oh, I would never let. I would call him down. Scurvy James. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be. I would constant every time we're out at a grocery store. I would be like, "Hey, do you got to get some limes?" Like I would just be. It would. I would never let this. So person I think. I think if you got scurvy, if you, if your friend, if you lived in the 1700s and your friend got scurvy, you couldn't make fun of them because that was like a big problem back then. Right. If someone gets scurvy now, you can make fun of them for it. You think that's allowed? I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. If you get an ancient disease now, we can make fun of you for that disease. Uh, but see, where do you draw the line? Because I feel like if someone got smallpox, you wouldn't call him like okay. Poxy Dan. All right, so you yeah, there is, there, vaccinated. there is a line. I think yeah. there is a line. Okay, scurvy is funny to me because the way to prevent that disease is just by eating a lemon once in a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the? So let's decide. Like, what are the old diseases that you can make fun of or you can't? Like, here I'll throw one out: polio. Okay. Now I no. feel like a bad guy. No, you can't make fun of polio. Only, only scurvy is funny because it's like a pirate's disease. Yeah, right. and okay. it's a funny name too. And ultimately, it's like it's like you're probably not going to have it for that long. So there's not like serious health implications. It's not like you're going to be like an iron lung. And like people were dying of polio like 
50 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So I think maybe, okay. So let's, let's say like scurvy, you can get over scurvy. Right. Okay. So maybe it has to be like that. It's yeah. like a temporary thing. I wonder maybe if it's just scurvy. <laughs> Scurvy's the only <laughs> one. It might be. I and wonder like caveman's foot. I wonder if Lyme disease had to pay money to big scurvy to get to call it Lyme disease. Wait, um, you guys, I read this crazy article in New York mag, you know, all these, cele- I was recently diagnosed with Lyme disease and I, you know, that, like, every celebrity has like Lyme. Disease. Yeah. Justin Bieber has it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber also has Lyme disease and mono. And I got both of them at the same time too. Oh my God. Whoa. And, I, and I was like Googling it. And I just thought it was so funny, but um, they went down the list of like all I was on the Wikipedia too. They said like every celebrity has a lot. Like it's crazy. Anyway. I, I feel bad. For Lyme disease is horrible. It's not I'm from good. Connecticut, which is like um, deep Lyme country. So like, <laughs> you get it when you're like six months old. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know how to segue out of this. So, Stefan, what's going on on your social media? <laughs> I don't have a good segue for Lyme disease. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, this is okay. How about this? My thing is about uh, about healthcare, sort of. Oh, that's that is true. So, yeah. speaking of having diseases and wanting to cure them, yes, Stefan, what's going on on your social media? Uh, so, I uh, one of my other New Year's resolutions was to be like nicer on Twitter and to like not like quote tweet dunk people and, right. and that sort of thing. So, what I try to do is, if there's a very bad take or opinion, I will just reply to them. Right. And say this is bad, mm-hmm. and then less people are going to see it. I'm not like brigading them, you know. Um, but I th- I made an exception for this one because it's just like it's like actually evil, and it like really pissed me off to okay. see it. Yeah. Um. So let me uh, let me bring up the post here. It was from a guy who writes for the Federalist. So great. So right obviously there. normal guy. Yeah. Um. And he uh his name is Chris Jacobs, and. Uh, he basically doesn't want people to have uh, health care. What? Uh, and I know it's hard to believe. And he, so he quote tweeted uh, Elizabeth Brunig, uh, who uh, was, was talking about how difficult it is to be off insurance for a few months. Uh, she has a baby. Um, and it's not fun living in the United States and being off insurance. It's not fun being on insurance either. Uh, and he did a huge thread and said, thread, let's examine all the possible ways this tweet represents fake news. And one of the sillier arguments for single payer I've heard in a long time. Uh, and he did about a 25 tweet thread about, well, here, here's what you have to do to get on. Uh, you got to get on like Cobra, which is like a couple thousand dollars a month. And, uh, you can do like retroactive stuff and there's all these forms you have to fill out. And it's just a nightmare. It's like, it's a bureaucratic nightmare. Uh, and so I quote tweeted him and I said, I live in Canada Two months ago, I tore my ACL playing soccer. In this fucking nerd freak's preferred side quest ass system, I would have had to apparently acquire some sort of magical amulet. Instead, I just went to the hospital and paid nothing. Uh, oh my god! Which is like good, and which is yeah. how, how it should be, and that's literally what happened. Like I went, I when I when I tore my ACL and I went to the hospital that night, all I could think about in the back of my head was like, if this happened while I was like living in LA. Uh, how much would this cost? And so I got some painkillers. Um, they pushed me around in a wheelchair. I was on a bed for like three hours. I got mm. x-rays done. They gave me crutches. I'm guessing that's like $10,000 probably. Oh, wheelchair fee alone, 10000 At yeah. least. You guys, I went to the ER last year. I mean, I pay, I've paid tens of thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars last year in healthcare. I'm, I have so much medical debt. It's so it's- insane. It's and ridiculous. And then like the third round of disputes for this like $11,000 charge because they accidentally sent my test to an out of network lab. And like, I have healthcare. Like I worked at the Atlantic when, yeah. I, when this happened. 
it's 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 just it's just like a maze like the yeah the out of network thing when people when i first heard about that it was just like mind-blowing to me to have to worry about like well is this hospital in my network and then is the doctor helping me at the hospital also in my network and then like yeah the test results the x-rays is that all in my network too um but also i was treated when i was unconscious so an an out-of-network person specialist did treat me that's insane (laughs) it's so ridiculous so yeah. literally like all I was charged uh, and I actually haven't been charged for it yet. They were like, we're going to send you a bill in the mail for the crutches uh, and it'll be $15. And that, and that's it. Like I, 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 I just, I gave them my, my ID and I didn't even know. I didn't even have my ID cause I came straight from my soccer game and they just like looked me up and, and treated me and I, and I left and like, that's how it should be. I mean, we don't get that political on the show that often, No, but it's like completely insane to me that this guy's entire life is dedicated to making the world a worse place. Yeah, and arguing no, against you should payer. actually pay a lot all that like, yeah, well, Becca, my girlfriend, uh, you know, she tweeted about this too. Same guy saying like, and this is true. She had a bit of a medical scare. Uh, we've had, she had three to five medical appointments per week over the last couple months. She's had surgery. She saw an oncologist, 12 x-rays, four biopsies, two ultrasounds, uh, and it costs zero dollars. Yeah. It's which is again, how it should be. Yes. You know, and if you're listening to this and you're getting mad, you should be mad. And you should uh, try and do something about it because it like it just it pissed me off when I saw that guy's smarmy face. Oh my god! Making that post, making that thread, and uh, just being so like callous and like uncaring and uh, yeah, like okay. I mean, I know we don't get too serious on the show here that often, no. but it really does piss me off. And I'm sure Taylor, like it's it's even worse it's for nightmare. you. It's yeah. like a living nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's well, uh, John. Cool. Do you want to uh, do you want to bring things up? <laughs> I don't have a good got darker and darker. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a good way of bringing this up. I guess. Well, I guess I kind of do. Oh, my knees are better. If that's that good. Yeah. It's sort of so. funny. Well, so we, uh, we found out, so we've talked before, you know, obviously we talk a lot about blocks on this show and we've talked before about how, you know, we've, we've been the subject of some mass blockings. Like, yes. uh, our entire discord got blocked by the Pete, Buttigieg discord because they were screen capping things in the Buttigieg discord and posting them on Twitter. <laughs> and then the Buttigieg discord found out and <laughs> blocked everybody that was associated with ours. Yeah. So if you try and sign up for that discord now and you're, and you're in our discord yeah. or have ever been in our discord, it will immediately, it will immediately block, block you. you. Yeah. And so <laughs> this happened on Twitter this week. So as we know, a friend of the show, Jack Allison has been getting into it a little bit with a uh, horse whisperer Jack, on really Twitter. getting into it. With I know. Twitter. Isn't that hard to believe? Uh, but Jack, uh, so horse whisperer. Well, Stefan, can you, maybe you can probably describe better who horse whisperer is just very much status quo centrist, neoliberal, very much. Uh, oh, you want, you want your free healthcare. Do you like, we'll suck it up. You know, like I didn't, I didn't uh, pay for my healthcare growing up. Like that sort of attitude. Yes. Big following too. Very big following. Yeah. So Jack, uh, you know, got on, uh, got on him for this. And, and part of what he did was he knows that, uh, horse whisperer is like a conservative guy, not a fan of Bernie. I guess he's not conservative. Well, 
Well, yes and no. Because he is not a, Demo- a name. He's a Democrat, yeah, right? But, but like, yeah. We know what that means. Yeah. So he's definitely not a fan of Bernie. And so Jack realized that horsewhisperer.com was not a registered domain. So he <laughs> bought it uh, and turned it into a website to uh, raise money for Bernie. And so this is pissed the horse whisperer off, obviously, because he feels like, oh, you stole my identity and you're using it to raise money for someone I wouldn't raise how money much for. Is, how much is he? raised i think it's over 20k yeah <laughs> so far yeah and so uh what horse whisperer did was he uh made use of a of block uh, of a block list and uh has blocked everybody that follows jack or that jack follows taylor you may be blocked by him like there's a, there's Wait, a- i'm actually just trying to look at him now yeah i'm not blocked by him okay i'm not blocked I am yet. I've never interacted with this person. I don't even know who this is. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. Really Consider yourself like, lucky. Yeah. So it's he- so lame to have this kind of like anonymous type of like animal account though. Like this, this is so lame to like kind of have that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, especially when you have such a big following and then you use it for like political means. He's and been like, like quoted on there. MSNBC for with like like anti Bernie takes oh as ju- as just the horse whisper. It's so weird. It's insane. It's so weird. I mean, I try to not have any politics in my feed. So this is like the last type of person I would ever yeah. need. Yeah. And so he, uh, so he also has a Patreon because he, his whole thing was that he was like, well, you know what? Like I've been on, you know, I've been on Patreon or sorry, I've been on Twitter and like, I can't say all the things I want to on Twitter the way I want to. So I'm going to start a Patreon and you can pay me and I'll just like write stuff or like produce stuff whenever I feel like, you when, know, like when was his last post, uh, November 11th, 2019. Okay. So <laughs> almost four months ago, but his, his Patreon is not inactive. He still accepts. He's donations. still charging us. He's still charging us. We pay $1 a month, uh, just so that we could read these insane posts that he has. And yeah, so this is his whole thing is, you know, our Patreon is very structured. We promise three bonus episodes a month. We deliver three bonus episodes every month. We promise newsletters every couple weeks. We deliver new, like, you know, I, there are lots and lots of people on Patreon who have very serious goals and they stick to them and yep. they reward their listeners and whatever. And this, there, I see a lot of this type of Patreon where it's just like, well, like, I don't know. I'll like, just I'll, post once in a while. I'll do stuff like, and, I, and he even like, I don't even know what my Patreon will be. His first but post was give, asking his donor what should I do on here? Yeah. So. Insane. So this is his last post, uh, November 11th, 2019, 7.52 a.m. Uh, and it, the, the title of the post is correction. Scott Walker is not a penis. So I guess the context for this is he had tweeted that Scott Walker is a penis and then he was suspended for 12 hours or something. Correct. So he said is... he replied to a tweet by former governor of Wisconsin, Scott Walker, about the alleged war on Christmas. In my reply, I included an image of a Christmas tree made entirely from what appeared to be reasonably high quality dildos. I thought the tree was remarkably festive, though admittedly, I suspect not everyone is as open-minded about seasonal dong trees as I may be. Art, after all, is subjective. And then he goes on and He's does also, a, I do want to say, uh, Taylor, you can't see the post here, but just, just for the visual, he is like quadruple spacing between sentences to make it appear as though he's written more. Correct. Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, yes. Uh, for uh, So he's apologizing to Scott Walker for calling him a dick. So that was his thing. And he says, for starters, the human penis is capable of standing upright. Scott Walker has demonstrated no such capability. So he's just slamming. I mean, that's just a great burn. You can't argue with that. 
Next, penises have a great deal of feeling and are quite sensitive. Scott Walker would run over a nun with a mail truck if there was a lobbyist with a roll of quarters across the street. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just and that's a great metaphor that you have to say. Uh, and finally, penises play an integral role in sustaining human life. Scott Walker would slap a milk carton out of a poor child's hand if it would save his wealthy donors a dime. Kind of the same. Kind of exactly the same sort of thing. Like, oh, you, oh, it's you just like take object A for, yes. and you run over object. Yeah. Oh, he would get on a motorcycle yeah. and run over a stroller with twins in it. But you had, uh, uh, you, you found know. a good comment here. And yeah, so this is the thing about Horse Whispers, like his listeners, uh, or I guess not listeners, like followers love him so this is the very first comment this is an excellent read it has made my monday very big uh, boomer audience I yes and he horse whisperer replies to this person since twitter gave me a 12-hour ban for that tweet it was the least i could do the least I could do was write 10 sentences spaced for like very like boomer audience. Like they would probably be like, Oh, like what a dunk. Like, yes, that's exactly what it is. And I think that's also why his Patreon is like still going, even though he's not posting is because the boomers like don't notice this $5 charge in their credit card once a month. Totally. And it, in a weird thing, uh, Taylor, and we've looked into this before, there is also this weird subset of women that are definitely trying to fuck him in the comments, even though he's an, anonymous guy with a horse picture <laughs> as his because there's this uh Susie writes thank you for making me spray coffee all over my desk that was very thoughtful of you seriously that was lol laughing emoji the poor penises such mistreatment oh my god that's so desperate <laughs> Uh, Terry Terry uh, writes my dildo and I stand in erect solidarity with you thank you Terry you had, the, just, you had the one comment, which was the uh, the Betty White quote. That you oh, yeah. Read. And this is great, too. Uh, this reminded me, Suzanne, this reminded me of one of my favorite Betty White quotes. Why do people say grow some balls? Balls are weak and sensitive. If you want to be tough, grow a vagina. Those things can take a pounding. Scott Walker is a flaccid penis. Yeah. So I, I will say, I don't think that's a Betty White quote. I think that's a Betty White quote in the same way that there are a lot of like Morgan Freeman and Bill Murray quotes floating around. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a picture of Betty White. And then those words appeared on the picture next to her. And that's, that's how it's a Betty White quote. It's uh, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, that is rough. Uh, but speaking of, we're bo- we're all, we're both blocked by the horse whisper. Yes. Speaking of being blocked, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. All right, Taylor, as we said off the top of the show, you are blocked by one of our favorite people to talk about. Uh, please tell us who you're blocked by in the whole story. Um, yeah, I'm blocked by Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's I honestly the thing is, is like I don't follow him like I didn't. It's not like I was following him. So I don't really know like when he blocked me, but it happened around two years ago. And I still don't know the tweet that did it. I used to just make fun of him a little bit, <laughs> kind of a lot. I thought like a couple things. So like, I've never seen Hamilton, but I thought the people that were really into Hamilton, I just thought it was funny. Like that they were just so into Hamilton. Like it's just like a play. I don't know. People yeah. just were acting like, I don't know. Like it just was kind of like cringy the way that they were into it. Not, not hating on like Hamilton fans, but like just his Twitter was kind of, 
cringy. And then like every morning he would tweet these like insane tweets that always would end up like retweeted into my timeline. They're like, good morning. Like eyes up, heart strong. Like, let's go, you know? And like, I, I probably just like replied to one of those in a mean way because like I've had, you know, like bad shit happen to me. It's like the last kind of tweet you want to see when like, they're like actually going through a hard time is like some fucking like rich celebrity just being like, good morning, like coffee on check, like smiles <laughs> in your heart. Like let's hit it. Like empathy on Max. It's like, you have no empathy because you're just tweeting this obnoxious stuff all day. Anyway. So at some point he blocked me and like, I really, honestly, I wish I knew the tweet that did it. Um, my tweets like auto delete. So I can't really go back and find my tweets to him, but I kind of like, I feel like the Hamilton media faded and I really haven't engaged with him for quite a long time. Also, cause I'm blocked and, um, <laughs> yeah, that'll so, do it. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny now. Like I just, it's so random. Like I don't, I don't have anything against him. I, I kind of just think his tweets are like some of his tweets about like, good morning and good night. Like those, that series, like some of them are fine, but like a lot of them are just like, I don't know. They just kind of like irk me. And it's the, it's like the corniest shit alive. Basically. It's like corny. And it's just like, it ignores the fact that people have like seriously hard lives. And yeah. like this rich celebrity is just like tweeting this dumb shit. And it's just like, people are going through shit and they don't need some like rich celebrity being like, good morning. Like the reason it's, it's like those people that believe that like, the reason like if everyone could just all get along and like have some empathy like for our like oppressors you know like we could all like kumbaya it's like it's it's like it's like the people who say oh you're not actually depressed you just have to be happy yeah depression's not like a real thing you just have to be happy um so you you mentioned the good morning and good night uh daily affirmations and we did this last time uh we brought him up on the show Mm -hmm. Uh, but what i have done here is i've gathered a bunch of uh his real actual good morning and good night affirmations and i have written a few fake ones Mm -hmm. uh and so what i thought we could do is uh we could play a little game where i will read them out to you and uh taylor and john you guys guess uh if it's if it's real or if it's fake okay um, I just want to bring up just before we get into this too, yes. Taylor, you're talking about, you know, this being so disingenuous. And I think the thing, and we talked about this last time we brought it up, but it really smacks of that when you realize that he just took all these tweets and made a book out of them. And like, and it was like a bestseller. And it, it's that whole thing of like, oh, he's doing this, this stupid shit for people who have real hard shitty lives and then now he's also like found a way to monetize it where these people are like oh well i like lin manuel and yeah maybe i do just need to like read one of these every morning and i'll be fine so it ended up turning into a way for a rich guy to get even richer Uh, by tweeting the stupidest shit bothers me yeah like i and like if you i mean for the if people like get stuff out of this affirmation that's fine it's just that like i don't know i don't want to be happy all the time i No, that's a great, that's a great thing. Wait, you're did absolutely you see correct. Alex Goldman, what he tweeted about it? Yeah. Like, do you guys know Alex Goldman? Yes, he's a past guest of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He tweeted, like, I tweeted about getting blocked and he tweeted at me. Um, he tweeted at me, good morning, eyes up, hearts up, minds sharp, compassion on full blast, sips coffee. Okay, let's block Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably exactly what happened. But like literally without that last line, like that's exactly his morning tweet. So anyway, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I here we go. I've got, I've got a few of these here. Okay. We'll, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with an easy one. Okay. okay. Good morning. 
Our princess is in another castle. Mario and his big brother aren't coming. Bowser seems big and scary, but really, he ain't shit. You're here, but you don't have to stay here. Let's go. Is that real or fake? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm, I know it's fake, but it just could so totally be real and like a thing that Nintendo like paid him to do. <laughs> I, I don't think he knows who Bowser. Like, I don't think he plays <laughs> games like ever. Okay. So maybe, are you guys saying, are you guys saying real? I'm saying fake. Taylor? I'm saying fake. I don't think he's making that many Nintendo references in one tweet. That one is real. No, it's <laughs> not. No, <laughs> come on. Are you shitting that me? That one's real. Your princess Our is princess in another is castle? Yeah, that's a real what one. What is that alluding to? What is that alluding to? Oh, my God. I have no idea. It was posted in, like, November. What? Maybe it was So like that's Mario's supposed birthday. to be the affirmation. You wake up and it's like, oh, sorry. Like, he's saying, like, your life is shit. Like, oh, the, your princess is in another castle. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm, you know what? The thing is, is like, this is going to be a little hard for me because I haven't had access to his, you know, to his feed recently. Well, so. I have, and I didn't get it right. <laughs> and he also, oh my God, I'm, I'm Dan pulled up the tweet here and he's actually posted a gif of Mario beating Bowser moonwalking. Like oh Mario my. going backwards underneath Bowser to oh get. My oh my okay. god! So you guys are. And he also one. okay. If you had bleeped out shit, oh that's then true. I would have known he, it was he real. He had bleeped out shit because he yeah. wrote he really ain't sh star star. Yeah. So then I would oh, have that, known that would have given it away. Maybe <laughs> I would have known yeah. it was real. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here. Okay. I, I got an easier one here. Okay. Go to this one. Good night. Tough day out there, huh? I get it. But hey, never lose hope. Be persistent and be stubborn. Never give up. Never conclude that all hope is lost. That's real. That's got to be real. Uh, no, that is a quote from an interview with the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. Uh, he did an interview with a magazine called, I think, uh, The Green Anarchist. Uh, and that is a direct quote from Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> that just shows how inane <laughs> tweets are. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are over two. I wonder. <laughs> where's the Unabomber's book of affirmations? That's what I want to know. Well, it's a manifesto. But... <laughs> okay, this one is actually easy. You guys should get this one. I can't right. believe we're over two. Over two. You guys should get. You guys should both get this one. Good morning. Coffee, 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 coffee. Give me the coffee. Hold on. This is kafifi. I said coffee. Ah, much better. Loudly slurps coffee. Just what I needed. That's him. <laughs> well, Taylor and I don't drink coffee, so I feel like we're both at a... We're at a... That sounds like something a coffee person would say. Yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> that's fake. You guys are what? over three. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a Unabomber quote. <laughs> you're getting a lot better at... You're getting a lot better at writing the fake ones. I know. I'm really worried. <laughs> Wait, yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was honestly i have to say it was the kofi feline that, that got me because i, I was like i thought you would think it was fake no because he's one of those like cheeto in chief guys yeah you know? that's true yes and also like the i what twitter confused me was the like loudly sips coffee because he does a lot of those like things in the star like you know yeah like oh gives you a butterfly kiss eyelashes yeah, exactly. gently touch your cheek or Oh exactly. Okay, so you guys are 0 for 3. This is horrible. Okay. 
All right. You, sh- you should get this one. I've said that about all of them so far. Good morning. Rock beats scissors. Scissors beats paper. <laughs> paper beats rock. But if you count to three and open your hand to reveal a human tooth, well, nothing beats the look, of su- look on their faces. Surprise yourself today. It's Friday. Rock, paper, scissors, tooth. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fake. That's not real. That one's real. That's not it's real. real. No, it's not. Yeah. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, no, Dan, it's look not. it up. It's real. No, it isn't. It is. That's actually good. That's actually a good tweet. <laughs> this one's real. No, it's, it's not. Weird as shit. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, tooth. Yeah, it's real. No, it's real. Look, there it is. October twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Are you fucking kidding okay, me? Okay, you guys are over four. Well, uh, come on. More. Like, are you shitting so me? Weird. <laughs> weird <laughs> oh my god that weird. has twenty eight thousand retweets and likes are you <laughs> kidding me i would i would have thrown a like on that one to be <laughs> okay all right number five let's 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 get on the board here guys okay oh my god. rock get... paper scissors two <laughs> okay holy you guys shit. are both 0 for four what you could do here is one of you could pick real and one could get fake just to guarantee that someone pulls ahead okay it's true Okay. All right. Fuck. I'll let you pick first, Taylor, and I'll just take whatever you don't. Okay. Good morning. Ooh, just check the timeline. Whoa. Looks like today's going to be a long day. Don't despair, though. Log off Twitter and log on to life. Your username is your face, and your password is a smile. <laughs> There's no way that's real. Okay. There's no way that's real. <laughs> I'll say it's real. Okay. That one is fake. <laughs> <laughs> Your password is a smile. Oh man, okay. that sounds like uh, you know. Uh, that sounds like a guy who tells a girl, uh, like tells a woman he's walking by, like, "Hey, you should smile more." That's like the smart guy equivalent of that. Your password is a smile. Yeah, like instead of being like, "Oh, baby, baby, hey, baby, baby, baby," you know what? You should log on to life, and your password should be that smile. I might That's actually, like a- I might just tweet that. <laughs> Okay, we'll so do, Taylor's uh, winning. Taylor's winning. Taylor's up one nothing. We'll do two more here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this would be a fun game. I I mean I I want to do this more often. Honestly, yeah. this is I I like writing. I this. will never get over rock paper scissors tooth. <laughs> it is absolutely insane that right. that's real. Well, you're gonna like this one, John. and that's in a fucking book. They put that in a book, dude. All right. Good morning. Today. You Tetris. Whatever comes down, make it into what you need. Take an L and flip it. Make room for what you need. F those squares. Uh, F star, star, star. Make room <laughs> for what you need. Leave spaces if you must. Make room for what you need. The perfect line is on the way. Make room. Another, that's real. Another video game one. Yeah, that's real for sure. That one is real. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I said F star, star, star. star, star, star. Yeah. yeah. But it's so that's so stupid because you can't actually make a shape whatever you want. Like, like, like often you get a shape that like ruins the game for you. You know? Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> the whole premise is so stupid. Oh my god. But yeah. Good morning. Okay, Today, you Tetris. A square is falling down, and you have no room for it. You're fucked. Fuck you. <laughs> That's Fuck life. This game. I mean, I, I will say like the analogy of Tetris is life sort of makes sense because like I'm yeah, very, I'm very bad at Tetris and I lose hard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, what? I'll do, I'll do two more because uh, I, I do. I want to give John a chance to catch up here. Yeah. Taylor's beating me to one. All right. <laughs> Good morning. 
Rah, logistics, rah. Ah, shit, the logistics monster. Not before coffee, please. Rah, to-do list, rah. Coffee first. Wait outside, guys. <laughs> I'm just... I can't. It's... I Like, what do you... Is this shit bleeped out? Uh, it is not bleeped out. The logistics monster. Okay, Taylor, what are you taking? I, I'm so I've like completely lost my bearings on what's real. <laughs> I'm going to say that's real. Okay. I'll say that's fake. That one is real. <sighs> wow. <laughs> the logistics oh, monster. The, like, I remember he said that like wait outside thing before. Yeah. Oh my God. So, uh, so Taylor gets the win. Cause I only have one more here, yeah. but we'll, we'll do the last one here. Okay. anyway. All right. Good morning. Picture a charcuterie plate. That's your life. You've got the salami. You've got those little pickles. You've got the slices of hard bread. And most importantly, you've got that hot, spicy mustard. Dive in. Love that hot, no. spicy mustard. <laughs> no. That, you're saying fake? There's, yeah, I think it's fake. I'll say it's real. It's fake. <laughs> that was one of mine. <laughs> I don't think he'd like be like that kind of like... Like that sounds a little horny or something. I don't think <laughs> You've got the hard pieces of bread. I was very hungry when I wrote that one. So. <laughs> like hot spicy mustard. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Well, well, thank you guys for playing. Great game. Yeah, I mean, you did, you did really well. A great a great quiz master, uh, as it were. Congrats, Taylor. Uh, yes, well done, Taylor. The first thank guest you. to win that game. So very well done. Um, we uh, we also have a, a listener block of the week, and uh, it fits the theme of the show because our friend Tyler was uh subject line blocked by that dumb fucking horse guy <laughs> so this was obviously before the jack allison thing happened he said uh hello my blocked boys pardon me i have long hated the horse whisperer guy and his centrist bullshit the other day he tweeted some ignorant bullshit even by his standards i caught a block after letting him know how dumb he is see attached screenshot thanks for making one of my favorite podcasts Tyler, you're Thank welcome, you, Tyler. Tyler. Uh, so here is the screenshot. So Ed O'Keefe tweeted just in Bernie Sanders says his campaign has received more than 5 million individual contributions, which he says is more contributions than any campaign has received at this point in a presidential election in the history of our country. The horse whisperer responded to that. While my opponent received $10 in donations, I collected 10 $1 bills, which is way better. And uh, the ratio on that, not great. Uh, 17 retweets, 181 likes, 949 replies, uh, of which one of the 949 replies is from Tyler, who wrote, congratulations on being the dumbest fucking person on this site. Can't believe anyone beat out Ben Shapiro, but you did it. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Thank you, Tyler. Got that block. Thank you, Tyler. If you would like to send in a block and have it possibly read on the show, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com. Uh, and we might we might read it and we've also as we said we've got sweeps month going on here at block party we've got a bunch of fantastic guests all month we've lined up four huge guests for this month some people that we're absolutely thrilled to have including Taylor, of course. Uh, and we're going to have a great month on Patreon as well. We're going to be doing an all cameo bonus episode with Chris Locke. Uh, we've got trivia party number two coming up and we have the video episode pop this out where I'm going to be uh, 
unveiling, unwrapping, unboxing all of these Funko Pops that you have sent to me as part of the <laughs> Funko Pop Challenge. Uh, it's just going to be insane. Uh, we also are happy to announce uh, for February, we, we have decided on an $8,000 goal. Uh, we really appreciate all of your donations. And so what we're going to do for uh, this month, or sorry, for the $8,000 goal is uh, we're going to revamp the studio. We want the podcast to sound even better than it already sounds. So we are actually going to get new microphones, new headphones, a new new soundboard. We're going to totally revamp the revamp the studio new and chairs, make the podcast too. new chairs. I mean, the listeners don't care as much about that. Uh, that doesn't really affect how they <laughs> listen to the podcast. It but, might. Well, that's true. Maybe we'll be even better because yeah. we'll be more comfortable. We're going to completely revamp the studio. And once we do that, Stefan is going to walk you through all of the new gear that we get as though he were a YouTube tech expert. Yeah. So uh, pay I attention am. for that. That's going to be a blast. Uh, so yeah, you can donate at patreon.com slash block party $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes including this bonus episode you're about to hear a clip from uh this was from uh, an episode we did with will menneker from chapo trap house and this is a cameo that we watched uh featuring motley crew singer vince neal uh this one is very so this was also a oh, pri- this is the party one. this right? is so good this is also a private one uh where the person <laughs> asked vince neal to invite people to their party. So they're like, hey, we're having a big party. Obviously, maybe a lot of Motley Crue fans there. And they're like, hey, we want you to come to our party. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be like the dirt. It'll be like... Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. looking for. Vince Neil... De- the decadence, the Viper Room yeah. in like the 80s. Like, yeah, Hollywood Boulevard. Correct. You can assume that that's what they were looking for. However, Vince Neil reads it incorrectly and uh, thinks that they're asking him to invite them to his party. Uh, so okay, we'll hear right. that right now. Okay. Hey, this is Vince Neil. Hey, I want to invite uh, you and my friend Chris and, uh, to the next concert where we're going to be playing. I'm not sure where you're at, but uh, come on out to the new... Uh, to, to hear some new stuff, some good stuff, and uh, keep rocking, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Just half-assing it, and in oh, front of a man. private plane, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, man. I don't know where you live. I don't know when we're going to be playing, but we're going to play some new stuff and uh, some, uh, some old like, stuff. Uh, could not be clear. I, I, I just... just see a- he I just wants to go on the plane the, and, and do some blow yeah, on the plane. Just, I love the obligatory. You know, uh, keep rocking. <laughs> yeah. Keep rocking and rolling out there. Uh, uh, Christine, and, uh, this is you want me to uh, please come. Or I'll come to you. Yeah. Okay, so you've heard that clip. There, we got lots of great content coming up. As we said, we're doing another all cameo bonus episode with Chris Locke. It's going to be fantastic. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. You can rate and review the show on iTunes or just tell your friends. It's going to be a big month on the show. So hopefully uh, you can, you know, bring some people to the show and, and really, you know, expand, uh, expand our horizons and, and grow along with us. Now, we always like to end the show with a top three. Taylor, uh, what do you have for us, please? Um, OK, tell me if this is lame. <laughs> but <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, it's like the Super Bowl ish time. Yes. Um, like I thought maybe we could do like top three, like party snacks. Mm, that's good. That's no, great, that's like, that's like a perfect top three. It's for a great us. top three. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to go first with your number three? Yeah, my, my, I'm going to go with some vegan uh, <laughs> spinach and artichoke dip. Yeah. That's a good choice. So good. Love a good spinach and artichoke dip. What kind of, uh, what bread are we rocking here? 
Oh, I like it with like some crisp tortilla chips. Oh, okay. you're a chip. Okay, I'm more of a sourdough with the spinach and artichoke. I like the bread and the, and the artichoke dip. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the bread bowl situation, you know? I'm going to go yeah. with, uh, for number three, another dip. And it's an artichoke dip as well, but it's Asiago and artichoke. Oh. The very like creamy, cheesy, very like rich uh, to the point mm. where if you eat too much of it, you do get sick. And I, mm. I know that for a fact. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a wonderful dip. So artichoke and Asiago cheese dip. That is a good dip to have if you want to smell bad for 24 straight hours. Yes. Both out, oh, of, your, both out of your mouth and ass. Yes, 100%. Um, and that's always important. You know, you got to cover all of your bases. Yep. Uh, okay, number three for me. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go straight up chicken wings. Yep. You just can't go wrong with them. You know, they're just a great snack to have at any time. But when you're watching the Super Bowl, it's always nice. And Taylor, in honor of you, I would also include buffalo cauliflower wings. Not a bad, not a bad snack. Those are very good. Yeah. yeah. You know, just a nice thing to have. And, you know, maybe you've got some sort of, you got some cauliflower, you got your buffalo sauce, obviously no cheese dip or anything, but it's, it's a nice treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like game time food. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But I like that kind of sauce. Uh, and then my next, uh, my my next snack, I, it's it's like kind of like torn between one and two, but um, I love like popcorn with like the different kind of flavored seasonings on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I like when people put like I don't know, like different dustings of like pepper or like other things. Like I don't know, I could just eat popcorn. Popcorn you don't really get full when you eat it, so you can just kind of like get salt into your body. <laughs> really that's a good yeah, choice. That's a great yeah. choice. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go healthy. Well, Ooh, sort of healthy. Okay. I'm going to go veggies and dip. Okay. Because I like... Uh, Sound fancy. Crudite. Well, I'm not... No, I'll just, I'm just going to say veggies and dip. <laughs> okay. But like uh, <laughs> like celery and like ranch, that's great. It's so refreshing. It's a great combo. It's great, you know? And it is a nice... If you're eating like buffalo wings and you're eating a lot of... Like it you does kind of refresh. Crisp and watery. Yeah, it refreshes and, yeah. the palate, the yeah. mouth. Exactly. I like yeah. that. Okay. Number two for me, uh, just your sort of general, your charcuterie board, Mm. Uh, you know, some sort of cured meat on top of some sort of crispy surface, whether that be a cracker or a crostini or Or even some bread. bread. Yeah, Yeah, the hard bread, which is nice. Uh, One one of my favorite charcuterie combos is uh, you take some prosciutto and you wrap it around cantaloupe. What the fuck? Yeah, delicious. It's so good. Trust me, you're saying what Taylor, the fuck, I'm but... sorry about this. No, people are going to back no, me up on that. I mean, it's eat whatever you want. That's, a, that's a gross. It's though. A, like, <laughs> no, it's really good. It's like you get the salt, but you also get the sweet and it is. Oh, it's fantastic. All right. You're going to you're going to get some blowback for that. I'm not. You will. One of my favorite restaurants in Vancouver, one of the nicest restaurants in Vancouver, Nightingale, that's on the menu. That's like a thing they serve. You get this like kind of like uh, they blow. Restaurants tor- can serve bad stuff. They like blow torch the can. <laughs> no, they blow torch the cantaloupe and then you get like the prosciutto and the cantaloupe. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. This is it, like listen. The thing is, <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, hot fruit. Okay. It cools <laughs> off before you eat it. First of all, thank you. The only good hot fruit is when uh, they light the bananas on fire. Yeah. Ba- bananas foster. Yeah. That's not bad. That shit is good. I also, I mean, I'll, like, I'll eat an apple pie or a blueberry, anything. I mean, it. I guess I'm just yeah. saying like just the fruit. It's you know, not a melon. No, I know. It's not a melon, <laughs> but trust me, this is good. Uh, so there are going to be people yeah. who listen to this who have had it and they will understand that what I'm saying is absolutely correct. Yeah, I'm going to block them from listening. And there are going to be some people who haven't had it who are going to slander me. Yep. And to them, I say, just try it. That's no, what I, I say. I will never try that. What's your number one, Taylor? 
I gotta go with chips and guac. Um, I mean, like some really good guac. Like I like chunky guac, so it's not like totally too creamy yeah. and just. I mean, tortilla chips again. I love tortilla chips with anything, but yeah, solid staple. Can't go wrong. Everyone, the guac is like always finished first at parties. You know, that's a great choice. That is true. Guac is. I mean, you you can't go wrong with that. You have to have that is a staple. You have to have that. Yeah. Uh, my number one, I'm going to go with, uh, uh, some sort of fruit with like meat wrapped around it for some insane reason. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with just like, just chips, just chips, Okay. sort of like, like just, chi- just chips. Cause I think you have to have chips at the party. So like uh, to give you, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll pick a specific chip. Uh, one that I'm like really feeling right now. Um, sour cream and onion chips. I'm back <sighs> on the sour cream and onion tip. Gross. I love that. I love that chip. Ugh, that's a great chip. Awful. Ruins your fingers. That's the one downside. It's not. It's not good with the the fingers. Ugh. It's not very good for that. But the chip itself is delicious. No. So old Dutch sour cream and onion. Oh yeah. Brutal. <laughs> Gross flavor of all the chips you could have picked. Like people are always going to be on your side with chips, but then you're like, people ah, like sour cream and onion. Ah, gross. Number one for me, uh, this is a Canadian product. There is a there is a store in Canada called M&M's Meat Shops mm. that delivers. Their entire store is just a frozen aisle. They like specialize in like high quality frozen foods. And they have a thing called the Oriental Party Pack. Again, I did not name it. So, you know, maybe we might want to think about changing that up. But it is called the Oriental Party Pack, and it's got um, like breaded. Uh, it's got like breaded pork, um, breaded uh, chicken, chicken. Yeah, yeah, breaded chicken, pot stickers, whatever. It comes with like an Asian plum sauce. And uh, we always, when I was a kid growing up, uh, watching the Super Bowl with my family or the Grey Cup or any sort of big sporting event, we'd always make up a big, a big uh, box of that. That sounds good. And they just they taste delicious. Got to work on the name, but that does sound good. Yeah, exactly. Again, I'm not responsible for the name. Don't don't at me. It just is what it is. Great top three, Taylor. Thank very, you, Taylor. very in the theme. The Super Bowl is about to start in an hour. And uh, so we love an on brand top three. Thank you for that. Yeah. And uh, we're now at the end of the show. Uh, before we go, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, Just follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Taylor Lorenz and read my articles. Perfect. There you go. Read Taylor's articles, follow her on Twitter and Instagram. That's great. Uh, as we said, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. Thank you, Taylor. It's block party sweeps month. Tell your friends and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. I can't believe you guys went over five to start the Lin-Manuel game. <laughs> I still can't believe that.